rather go one on one. I think it would be more fun, and I'll get to know you. You'll get to know me. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Review of Full Anonymous, the podcast where we review and dissect Chris Gethard's acclaimed podcast, Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michael Carls. Mike, how you doing? Wow, Nick, you are talking really fast. You are. You must be in a good good mood today. I uh, actually, I I practiced that speech in my car while I'm driving a, around the world all day. Oh, do you? <laughs> all right. So yeah. So back to how I'm doing. Um, I'm doing really good. Maybe not as good as you, but uh, I just drank a cup of coffee. Oh, that's why you're so hyper. Yeah. Yes, I'm doing really well. I had, at my, at my job, I sat down with my vice president, and we had a really good talk. I stayed at work way too late talking to her, but you know what? It's all for the good. Nice, nice. Well, that is good to hear. Um, we hope you all out there are doing well, too, and we especially hope you, Chris Gathered, are doing well, because, well... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Chris Gethard. Happy birthday to you. That's right, Chris. Happy birthday. Your birthday was yesterday. We're recording the day after, but... Um... Uh, what? Mike's, <laughs> ma- Mike's making a, a motioning thing to me. He's going in a circle. I'm like... Slow down, Nicholas. Oh, I, maybe I'm talking too fast, everybody. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like you just, you know, had some of those fun drugs. Oh, okay. Like yeah. cocaine or something? <laughs> yeah. You just calm down. <laughs> calm down, Nicholas. Okay. So today, we are reviewing episode 62 of Beautiful Anonymous, Just Like a Johnny Cash Song. Um, an episode that was very fast-paced. Well, um, I wouldn't say fast-paced... But a lot of things happened in it. A lot of things happened, and I, I, I almost thought like, like it just went like all over the place. Like there was no, I mean, and it's a random call, and they can talk about whatever they want. But man, just jumped around. I was like, yeah. this is like a choose your own adventure story. <laughs> right. So Mike is um, a little bit newer to the podcast than I am, and this is what episodes were like back in the day. Because this call is obviously, like Chris said. From like six months ago at least um uh well sound like because of the way the way career suicide was coming in the way the caller said i can't believe it's 2017 already so it must have been from like early, early january yeah early january maybe anytime in january because it's still early 2017 right but beginning of this call the caller specifically says she is busy cleaning out her closet and I don't mean that figuratively. She literally was cleaning out her closet. But boy, did she have some stuff to clean out during this call. Um, well, the caller is 26. That's our age. 26? Well, you're almost 26, yep. you little baby. Um. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> so the main, the main story from this call, it, it's hard to say a main story, but it, it involves a lot of family issues, a lot of, uh, of relationship issues. And, um, that's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, it's family and relationships, which I mean, most people can relate to those two topics. Mm -hmm. Most people did not go through the stories that she went through. Oh my God. I mean, at least we don't see we're from, we're from Michigan. Uh, she's from Texas and 
that's that's pretty opposite, I think, right? Yeah, definitely two different... Maybe not completely opposite. It's not like it's California and Texas where she did migrate to eventually, but... But I do think they're definitely two different cultures. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Uh, I wish we could speak in a southern draw at all times. Do you ever feel like that? We yeah. could just talk like we're from the south or something. Mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, she did have... You could tell immediately that she was from the South based on her her accent and her draw. But, uh, and then I, you know, it was really funny is, and this is the first, since I've been listening and I've listened to probably 15-ish episodes so far, is, God, she just, she just kept saying people's names. Yeah, that was the, that was one of my favorite things about this call is she kept saying a name like, oh. Probably shouldn't have said that. But she caught it right away, right? So like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I was on the phone with Chris, um, and at this point, like, um, I'm not sure if I'll call in or not. I have some fun stories, but it's it would be so hard to leave out names. That's true, yeah. Especially when you're talking about a story with multiple different people. It's very hard to, like, right. leave out the names because, like, when you're talking to, like, any of the people around you... You would just say names. Yeah, like, if me and you called and did our stories, our stories involve a lot of people, so it'd be really hard for me not to say... So all I want to do is talk about my friends. Right, and and when we have a group of ten friends, what are we going to say? Uh, my blonde girlfriend <laughs> and my brown-haired, kind of muscular friend and my tall friend. Yeah. Like, how are you going to differentiate, differentiate all yeah. the people? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, um, well, she did a pretty decent job, except for the, I think it was three times she said a name, <laughs> but I still, I laughed out loud. Um, I did laugh. I really did LOL. So, <laughs> okay, so this caller, um, she was married at 18 to the pastor's, uh, son. The pastor's son was a naughty boy. He was a naughty boy. I don't know how Jesus really feels about him, but... Oh, probably good, because Jesus loves everyone, right? I mean, that's the song. Right. But, um, he kind of fucked her over. Sorry, Sally. Yeah, sorry, Sally. Oh, oh, oh. Well, we'll get to that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they got married at 18. Uh, but the main thing was that the pastor's son, whoever he was, turned 21 before the caller. Yeah, so she, he was a little bit older. Mm-hmm. He was probably 20 at the time. Right. Um, almost 21. Six months in their marriage. He turns around six months. He turns 21. Right. 21, after being held down or living that Christian life. Yeah. He kind of explodes. Yeah, well, you need to... I mean, Caller's right. Like, she said that everyone, when they turn 21, needs to go out there and party. And I agree. you got to go out there and party and find out who you are. But, but... Things are different if, if you're, you're married. married. Yes. They are. Because, I mean, no matter if you're... What time... Like, when you decide to get married... You have to act a certain way. Like, you can go out and have fun. Party. Right. But he was sleeping around. Yep. He was hanging out with a bunch of different girls. Here's the thing. Was he actually sleeping around? No one really was going to know. Because the caller is getting all this information from her best friend at the time. That grew up with her. And that called, was called a sister. But shock we, a shocker we learned throughout the call is that her best friend ends up, well, this is jumping ahead a little, but her best friend ends up marrying 
this guy who she eventually divorced. But I find that, that that's the one part of the story that was kind of weird, and I think Chris was caught off guard by it, because at first, she said they her old uh, best friend mm-hmm. and... Ex best, ex, we'll call her ex best friend. Yeah, and husband were dating. Yeah, yeah. And then well, I think she meant that they started dating. Uh, she found out they started dating after they, her and her husband, her first husband got divorced. Then she finds out that they started dating. And then years, a few late years later, they get married. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. probably a few years after the drama dives down of everything. But, but I do feel that the the divorce probably wouldn't have happened if he wasn't actually like you know messing around because they would have had they would have talked about it that's true and it, they they that would have been uncovered and i'm sure at some point and i'm just speculating but i'm sure at some point for a divorce to happen to a degree of divorce that he must have finally he probably admitted at some point yes right I did, yeah i did sleep because these people either way both parties have to sign the papers right so, so if he was doing completely nothing wrong, then I guess why would he sign the papers? And let, yeah. But I don't know. That's caller. Sorry you had to go through that. That sounds really fucked up. Um, but sorry, Sally. Yeah, getting married that young, I I couldn't imagine that. No. If I got married at eighteen, that would have been fucking nuts. Sorry, Sally. <laughs> Nick, you are dropping the mess bombs. Today. I am just saying sorry to Sally all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you uh, you need to buy a Sorry Sally shirt like now. I'm going to for Chris's birthday because he's pushing them so hard on the podcast. <laughs> it was pretty Just funny. kidding, Chris. Um, <laughs> no, but yes, at 18, getting married. You imagine. I mean, that's another thing. Like, yeah, at 18, I, I just, I was fresh out of high school. I just, I didn't have a care in the world. I was just trying to find myself. I was just... Trying to, I was trying to find a girl that wanted to go and have a freaking dinner with me, <laughs> or like go out to lunch, yet alone get married to someone. So, I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, I would have been a terrible husband at eighteen. Um, okay, so moving on. All right, so after this, all this shit happened to her and this caller. She mentions that she thinks differently about religion these days kind of a big deal if you grow up in like a religious family right i i think it is but um she still says that she says that she still uh practices maybe not as much maybe not as hardcore um but she also but, said she might be agnostic yeah but she did say that she still she, she still believes in like a in like a creator yeah she believes in a creator and she doesn't practice but yeah, I mean, if you grow up in a certain religion, that we she never said exactly what her religion was, but growing up with me and my, my grandma, she was very, very Southern Baptist, like, to the core. Okay. Um, and her beliefs were very strong. So uh, I can see where she's coming from. When people get super into a religion... That's what it is. That's how you live your life, and there's no other way to live it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm very unexperienced that I was not raised religious. Uh, my mother just now started getting religious, and my father is just not religious. And I'm not religious, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, so I don't really identify with that, but I identify with um, changing feelings, like from her changing 
from being religious to being agnostic. Like I feel like my religious beliefs they change all the time, but not that not that dramatically. But yeah, uh, at least this color as an open mind isn't just stuck to this culture. After seeing, I'm also glad that you know she grew up a certain way and she had her beliefs, and I'm glad that this situation and all the situations in her life didn't like completely derail her. Um, you know, she did say she's dealing with depression. Yeah, you know? and that Chris helped her through. Well, inadvertently helped her through it by her hearing about him for the first time and then seeking um, help after that. Yeah, and she said she's procrastinated with it, but I think getting on the phone and talking to Chris, this will probably push her to get the necessary help. Mm. I'm all for mental health. I mean, I've went and seen therapists, so I'm, I'm completely for it. I think I could probably use a therapist now, um, mm. just dealing with day-to-day -day life. They, you can just kind of, it's a person, it's basically talking to a wall that can talk back at you. Mm. Like if you have a lot of built-up stress and anxiety, um, or just like shit going on in your life that you just want to burst out and just in, and tell someone or it's really weighing on you and you start feeling depressed. Uh -huh. It's a wall that you can talk to about this. You can just open up and just spew this yeah. stuff at them. And it's some, It's a wall that can talk back to you. That's and so interesting. I've, I've, never, I've never been to therapy or met a therapist. And I mean, I don't think I've ever like needed one, but I mean... Like, like they say on the show all the time that everyone could use one. Like, I'm sure I could use one. I wonder, I would, I would Talk be very... Talkspace.com. Yeah. Hey, free, uh, free, free advertising. <laughs> free advertisement because we're not making any money. So, <laughs> right. Talkspace.com, you can go online therapist. Right, yeah. I mean, I should try it out because I've never, I don't know, I don't even know what it's like. You'll probably love it, Nick. I mean, it's... it's. I love to talk. I know yeah, that. It's, it's talking to someone... It's opening up, it, that's the best way to describe it, it's opening up to a wall that can talk back to you and just work through things with you. Okay, so... Let's move on to some of the, uh, yeah, let's move on to the, the, some of the other situations, like her parents, her family life. Yeah, so her parents sound like a big mess. That's, it might be harsh, mess. but... <laughs> no, not harsh. I don't know. They don't sound super supportive, but they sound like they had their own issues that they weren't handling that well, and it took a lot of time. You put out that very lightly. Their own I, issues. I, that's our goal here, is to put things lightly and be as respectful as we can, unreviewable anonymous. Their parents have been through some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's amazing that they are still together. But um, it sounds like, from the caller's perspective, that uh, her father cheated on her mother, and at one point, went to jail for a long went time. To, went to her father went to jail for hitting her mother, beating her mother. It was not that clear. Chris didn't dive into that, but um, that sounds like a tough, tough thing to deal with at home. And from what we gather from the call, she has two younger siblings, but they're like way younger. Yeah, yeah, she has a very spread out family. Right. Yeah. So, gosh, another thing I can't relate to, but I can't imagine, like... I can kind of relate to this, so I'm I'm eight, nine years older than my youngest brother. Mm -hmm. So that age gap is very big, and um, so growing up, like, it's hard, because, like, as I, move, as I moved out of my parents' house and tried to separate myself and make my own life, mm -hmm. staying in my in my brother's life has been very difficult and 
especially in my my you know my mom my stepdad that raised me like they have like we don't have really a bad relationship and her she does not her family does not have this perfect relationship right she does make it known that she loves her parents even though she's saying these things that aren't the kindest about her parents she does make it known throughout the call that she loves her parents yeah she does love her parents but it's made it hard for her to stay in touch with her younger siblings because she doesn't really want to be in that right. town where they're all at yeah. the, it seems like a very churchy town like a small churchy town in Texas in Texas and also, strangely, I feel like to me, it seems like she has this animosity towards her mother and not really her father. Like, you hear what her father did, but you hear her talking more in depth about the bad things that her mother did in regards to that. Like, she says, like, her brother, her younger brother doesn't need to know that her father has been cheating on her mother with prostitutes or something. With strippers, yeah. And I, her younger siblings don't need to know that. That's true, yeah. It's all true, but... I feel like you should, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. I'm not trying to judge. I think the reason, and she said that her mom, had they have a business. Mm-hmm. She works a ton of hours. She's never home. Yeah, and she's she's a hoarder. She doesn't um, say she's a hoarder, but she says she's always going to buy shit she, she doesn't always, need for her house. Which, Sorry, yeah, Sally. Yes. She always, she's going to stores and buying stuff that she does not need. Which I'm assuming, if she's not a hoarder... That means she's just buying a lot of just random junk, and it's either getting if they're not a hoarder, they're just throwing it away, or yeah, just, she's giving it away, like whatever. But still, it sounds like her mom's not connect. I, and I'm assuming her mom, and this is all assumptions. I'm this is my speculation. Sorry, caller, if you're listening. Um, this is just based on the call. So. Yeah, speculation from the call. I assume that the mother. Uh, Probably, she's went through a lot with the father, and she, this is probably, you know, she's just, this is her way of dealing with it while staying in the marriage. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, so I'm just wondering, I'm wondering why the caller feels this way about her. I mean, I'm sure neither parent is perfect, because no parent ever is. But I feel like there's, there's like a disproportionate amount of anger towards the mom than there should be towards the dad because some of the dad would have been a little bit of an asshole about everything. Yeah, I mean, definitely from the call, and I only can speak from the call, I left the call going, why is she, why is she so mad at her mom? Because we didn't hear a lot on that side. Mm-hmm. We heard little tidbits, but we got the bombs dropped on us from the dad side. Right. And the dad sounds like, you know, from the call, sounds like a real, like, you know, has some issues. Right. We didn't hear... You know, there's always some... two sides to every exactly. story. Exactly. But... So, but from the call itself, I'm like, I'm, I'm stepping back and going, why is she so mad at her mom? Her dad sounds like the person she should be mad at. Right. So... It's not even that. It's not that she shouldn't be mad at her mom, but it sounds like she should be at least equally mad at both parents, but she only talked about her aunt. You know what? I'm mom. glad, you know, it sounds like she still loves them. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. She still wants. She still talks to them, and she's still, in. She's working it out. And her parents, they worked it out. You know, they took the vows that they took at their wedding to heart, through mm-hmm. thick and thin. Right. Um, for better or worse, like they stuck that shit out. And you know what? As much as I don't respect maybe the things that happened between them, and if I were to look at the overall picture and say some some messed up things happened, some yeah. good stuff happened. 
Overall, they took those vows, they lived them. I respect that part. Yeah, nice job uh, to your parents' caller. All right, so um, moving on. Let's talk about the bomb dropped on us almost at the end of the episode. All right, so before we lead up there, we just got to talk real quickly about her new motocross boyfriend. True. It broke his face. Yes, (laughs) broke his face. Um, So, yeah, it sounds like... And, and like, the travel because of that, which I'm assuming they get the travel because this guy's in motocross and he's probably pretty fucking good at it. Sorry, Sally. But he is probably <laughs> really good at it. Um, I'm assuming he's... I'm, I, uh, this is all assumption. I guess, I mean, you can travel if you're not, I guess, a pro, but you got to be pretty good to travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than better than me. You got to be better than me at motocross. Yeah, I can't ride a motorcycle, so... Yeah. Yes, you have to at least be able to ride a motorcycle. I get slightly afraid of riding a bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it sounds like this guy, uh, I loved, it was so funny when Chris was just like, yeah, this motorbike guy comes up. Rear, 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 rear. He makes that noise. <laughs> Face broken, he's like, <laughs> he got you right there. Rear, rear. Like, I'm, I, I was laughing so hard in my car. I was like, yes, that's true. Like, especially I feel like, like, in the culture in the South, he was probably so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he lives he in California, in California, too. Yeah, he's California, comes up, rides his bike, probably just, like, dirty and just the man. Right. You know, jumping off freaking huge things with a motorbike. Me, as a straight male, may consider going on a date with that guy. You know, <laughs> I guess I just, yeah, you never know. All right, so um, we would love to talk about you more, motocross guy, but we have to move on to the biggest bombshell ever that I've ever heard in a call. Biggest bombshell in a call, especially with 14 minutes left in the call. Right, just all at the very end almost. And then we hear about the guy she lost her virginity to. Yes. She was what? She, she was, was 14, she he was, was 15. Yeah. They lost their virginity, virginity to each other, which is a... Pure virginity loss. Yeah, so it's very special. I was, a, I was a part of something like that. Oh, me too. It's cool. very, it's very special. Uh, Mine was like not that special. Well, yeah. It, okay, it wasn't great, but <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it was special. Right, right. Uh, right. At the time, it was like so cool. Like, yeah. And so yeah. like, oh, we're so lovey dovey. We love each other, and it's this big thing. And I still to this day, I remember the date it happened. Okay, so it's special. I still remember it. <laughs> I still remember it to the day. Like, I can put the day Well, up. then imagine yourself in this situation. Imagine two weeks later, the girl you lose your virginity to dies. I would... I, I'd be wrecked. Yeah. I'm not sure how she coped with it so well. Because um, that's what happened to the caller. Two weeks later, her boyfriend at the time died um, from a gunshot. Yeah. I If that happened and it was someone that I was serious with, and if you're having if you're having sex at that young of an age you're probably pretty serious i would be broken right i don't know that's and i can't believe this is the last thing she last like really significant thing she brings up was this yeah they could have had a whole the whole call was about this and and how to deal with that and all this and that would have made for a really good call and she dropped this on us and i'm like dang and i looked at my little thing in my car where it shows how long the episode's left and there's like 14 minutes or something and i'm like really uh, yeah i'm not gonna get a satisfying conclusion to this yeah i mean god that must have been the toughest thing i mean your I, first love's hard enough yes and then i think this probably was and i don't know i'm not the caller i'm only speculating but this is 
this had to have been a tougher situation in the moment than anything else that's happened to her. Yeah, I mean, I can I can't imagine. I it has it had to have been cuz someone I mean, I've never experienced loss. Uh I I I've, I've lost some of my grandparents, but I was never close to them. But I've never experienced loss like that with somebody I'm super close to and I'm so fortunate yeah. in that way. Yeah, like Nick, if you were to die, you're not going to, but knock on wood. <laughs> but if you were to die, I I would go into such deep depression. I don't know what I would do. Right. Imagine someone even closer than me, though. Right. Like, my fiancé. Yeah, imagine if your fiancé died. I I don't know. So, yeah, I can't even fathom. Right. And especially, it was her first love, too. You know, your first love, that's when, when you re- that relationship ends. Like, you remember the first time you loved, how that ended. The first time I loved, how that ended. And it's just like... Two things that spend you spiraling, but imagine it in a way where like that person is just not there anymore. It's terrible, yeah. and I don't call her. You sound it so. I mean, you've obviously grown up since then, since it was like what twelve years ago for her. But I can't imagine, and uh, you are a saint for dealing with that, um, and coming out of it okay. And uh, pr- sounds like a pretty cool person, but man. Man, I don't know. I'm yeah, gonna say. I mean, it was it was definitely very tough. Um, I, I, I thought that you know they wanted to dive into it. They didn't have a lot of time. They started talking about um, like the repercussions or how it happened. Uh, it sounds like uh, her boyfriend at the time and some friends, like four or five friends, they were building these houses that uh, were all fur- fully furnished and. Or they would break in and steal some of the stuff from there because it was all fairly, um, you know, all furnished. Sounds like some of the people that own these properties that were selling them caught wind of this happening. So he stayed at one of these houses with his daughter. Um, and when, and then the night that they decided to break in, from her side of the story, from the kid that she, she knew that survived, they broke in. The, the guy had saw him coming when they broke in, they all put their hands up. They started running away, and then the guy shot and killed them. Killed uh, just and it had, just happened to be the one that she was dating that yeah in the past. But I don't know. Why don't you want to dive into that? Yeah, I think that's probably too deep of a subject for us to dive into on this. Um, young person lost their life. They were they were involved in a criminal act. Um, you can have your own opinions if you think it was right or wrong. Um, but that's how it happened. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's sad no matter what, um, you know, a young person lost their life and, uh, the caller lost someone that they care truly about, um, and probably doesn't help with the fact that what she's going through now and all the other stuff that she's dealt with in her life. So, yeah. um, So, well, uh, speaking of that, it doesn't seem like that many people on the, message thread from this episode we're even talking about that there was a few people that talked about it but not many comments and speaking of comments we've got a sheet full of your guys's comments that we've copied and pasted mike would you like to read the first one let's go with it all right so first comment shauna nicole uh shauna she commented last episode and well she messaged us yeah shauna messaged us messaged me and said that she wants to be on but she lives in paris 
So we're Shauna, we want to get you on. Uh, maybe we'll do it earlier or do it later. Whatever can work for you. Eventually, we'll get you on an episode. So let's hear her comment. So Shauna said, this call was fun to listen to. To the caller, if you're out there, you could write one hell of a memoir. I've had some similar, similar life experiences, and that's what people always told me. You should write a book. I think because you've... I think because you're at a loss with your career and looking for a creative outlet, I would I would give you that advice. You should write a book. I would I would have loved to hear more about her experiences with the church, the details of her engagement and the marriage to the pastor's son, the divorce, etc. I know there is never enough time in one hour to go into everything, but it was all very intriguing. I didn't come from a religious background, so to hear the stories of people who grew up deeply rooted in religion is always fascinating to me. All right, so moving on. Mike Barone. Haven't listened to this yet, but I really hope this caller didn't kill a man in Reno. Do you understand that? Yes, Johnny Cash song. I killed a man in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> uh, Mark Dean said, Texas man, you guys don't fuck around. Sorry, Sally. But yes, they they definitely They do don't not. fuck around. They do not fuck around. Chris also noted that. I like that comment. All right. Grayson Pierce Campbell. I want my ringtone to be Chris's dirt bike sounds. <laughs> yes, we all do. We all definitely do. I think that could happen. Um, Chris Scott, he said, as someone who was born and raised in Austin and experienced the church life all the sub- uh, and all of the suburbs around, this episode really hits close to home. I saw so many friends get married at 18 and divorce soon after. I'm glad she was able to get out of that life and live her own. Best of luck to the caller. Yes. yes best of we luck agree. to the caller. Best of luck. Alexis Crook. This girl is so low-key and such a badass. Been through so much wild shit, but talking about it in the most chill way ever. Love the part where she was like, yeah, we rolled up on my Tahoe and I started swinging. Goals, honestly. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that part. We didn't part, talk but... about that part. I thought that part was a little ratchet, so uh, <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan. Um... Uh, Alexandra Beacon said, How could you sit on this for so long? That was the best episode ever! I don't agree, but, you know, it was a good episode. Yeah, we liked it. We liked it. Alright, Clayton Krachiniak. Caller, if you're reading this, I bow to you. What a strong person. Agreed. Caller, I don't know how you're so okay with everything that fucking happened to you. Sorry, Sally. And, uh, and this Fran Williams said, This was... My favorite episode ever. I wish I could keep up up with this girl and find out what she does with her life. I think great things are ahead of her. Caller, um, if you want to let us know what you're doing, we'll keep you anonymous. So just shoot us a message. You can see this. And finally, from Allie Pierce. This girl is the epitome of rising above and making it work. Much love. You were so eloquent with speaking about your future, and I hope you succeed with your artistic goals, lady. Yes, we all hope you succeed, caller. Um, it was a great episode, right? Yeah, and it was a great episode. You know what? We'd love to have you on to explain some more. Yeah, we want to dive deeper. And everybody, if you're listening, uh, find us on SoundCloud. Uh, we'll do this every... every episodes will really be released every Thursday. We record every Wednesday. So if you want to be on, come hit us up. See you in Ferndale. See you in Ferndale, Michigan, June 7th. That's right, baby. Happy birthday, Chris. Kiss me. Face to face